Well, greetings everyone and welcome to Can't Wait Wednesdays here on the KB Radio Network. I am your humbled host, Kevin Reed, and yes, everyone, uh, we made it through Memorial Day weekend, and I hope and pray that everybody enjoyed their weekend. I did. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely, man. This this was the most relaxing uh exciting weekend i had as far as me being a movie guy a film guy television guy uh this this was the weekend for me and um i it i have no wants bad it don't owe me nothing uh <laughs> i did nothing um i did barbecue a little bit on monday you know uh and we just sat around and watched stranger things over the weekend <laughs> uh well first we watched obi-wan kenobi on friday this 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 was the weekend for for me i watched obi-wan me and the family watched obi-wan friday the first two episodes which i have a review if you go back and uh listen to my review on obi-wan kenobi's first two episodes also we went uh saturday morning we went to go see uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I also have a review for. <laughs> and then on Sunday, we started watching Stranger Things and we finished it up on Monday, season four. Don't have a review for that up yet because that's what we're going to review today. I'm going to review it today. To make up for the fact that I messed up and didn't mention it last week on Can't Wait Wednesday that it was dropping last Friday. I guess in the midst of all the excitement of Top Gun Maverick and Obi-Wan Kenobi, it slipped through the cracks. And it's disrespectful to th Stranger Things because it's one of my favorites as well. Um, and I was looking forward to this season being as though this was the last season, the final season of the show. And I let it slip through the cracks. But have no fear. I'm <laughs> going to review these seven episodes of Stranger Things um, uh, in a few minutes. But first, we do have a can't wait this week. We have a can't wait that just like Stranger Things almost slipped through the cracks. <laughs> I almost forgot about it. And this is one of my favorite shows that is on uh streaming service and it really took me it really took me to a different place when i first watched this show a few years ago because i wasn't expecting this i i wasn't expecting a hard r-rated superhero show but here it is <laughs> and we're getting a third season of the boys um the boys is an american superhero television series developed by eric crappy crapkey for the streaming service amazon prime video it is based on a comic book of the same name uh which was originally published by dc comics under wildstorm imprint before moving to dynamite entertainment it follows a team of vigilantes as they combat super-powered individuals who abuse their abilities. The series stars Kyle Urban, Jack Quaid, 
uh, 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 Anthony Starr. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't get Anthony. <laughs> I couldn't get Anthony out. <laughs> and many others. Uh, this show. Uh, I think it premiered in. Uh, let me see here. In yeah, 2019. 2019 when this came out, the first season, and I was blown away. You know, it, it had me with superheroes, so I was like, okay, a superhero show, let's go. I didn't know, as much as a comic book nut that I am, I didn't know nothing about the boys. I didn't read that, uh, you know, if it wasn't in the main comics, like Marvel or DC, it kind of slipped through the cracks. Some of them I did read, you know, Spawn and things of that nature but I, I didn't I didn't even hear about the boy so when I when I saw this show about the premiere I just thought it was gonna be a standard superhero show boy was I mistaken <laughs> this is a hard R man this is graphic to the highest level of graptivity uh the premise of the boys is the boys is set in a universe where superpowered individuals are recognized as heroes by the general public and work for a powerful corporation vaunt international which markets and monetize them outside of their heroic personas most are arrogant and corrupt the series primarily focus on two groups the seven Vaunt's premier superhero team and the boys vigilantes looking to bring down Vaunt and its corrupt superheroes the boys are led by Billy Butcher who despises all superpowered people and the seven are led by the narcissistic and violent Homelander at the start of the series the boys are joined by Huey Campbell after a drug drug addicted member of the seven named a train accidentally kills his girlfriend while the seven are joined by Anna Ju Anna uh, Annie January a young and hopeful heroine focused uh, forced to face the truth about those she admired other members of the seven include the disillusioned Queen Mod the insecure deep the mysterious black noir and secret white supremacist stormfront the boys are rounded out rounded out by the technically planner mother's milk weapon specialist Frenchie and superpower tech subject Kimco overseeing the seven is Vaughn's executive Marilyn Steelwell who is later succeeded by Ashley Burnett. Um, this show goes real dark, real quick. Uh, quick. Uh, the <laughs> uh, like I read the 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 opening scene of this show, first episode, first season, is a train who is a a, a speedster, who is. Let's look at it like this. If you haven't seen the show, you don't know anything about the boys the seven are essentially the justice league of dc right homelander is the corrupt version of superman um 
Queen Mod is Wonder Woman. A Train is the Flash. Black Noir, I guess you could say, is Batman, maybe. Um, and Stormfront, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Stormfront, but she's just a uh, a racist. But the Deep is Aquaman, right? So you have all these <laughs> these. But th just think of the Justice League in their on their worst day, and that is the that is the seven. <laughs> they are evil to to the core, man. They put on that f facade for the public to see, you know, they're the like Homelander is the Boy Scout, you know, he's Superman, you know, but behind closed doors, pure evil, pure evil, man. I mean, it is, <laughs> it, I can't even go in depth to describe the horrors that Homelander has committed to people. Um, it will blow your mind. Watch the show if you haven't seen it. I, I I can't do it justice by explaining it, but it is raw. <laughs> it is raw. This show is raw, uh, but it is interesting, very good, very character driven. Believe it or not, and I'm excited for this season coming up because there are even more questions that we that were left that we were left with at the end of season two that um, looks like we're about to get answered this season. So uh, season three of The Boys premieres this Friday on Amazon Prime, June the 3rd. Um, and it will run uh, 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 for eight episodes. So I am excited. I don't know how many. I, I think they're... I think they're releasing the first two or three episodes this Friday. I'm not 100% certain, but it's definitely premiering this Friday, and I can't wait. Man, this this is this is exciting. <laughs> this is exciting. All right, so that's what we have. That's our can't wait for this week. So let's jump in. Let's jump right in to the review of Stranger Things. Season four or volume one, first seven episodes of the final season. And everybody, uh, I must say, this was aside from the first season, this is the best season of Stranger Things yet. I cannot, I cannot express that anymore. I mean. Season three left me so disappointed. It wasn't bad. Season three wasn't bad. It just left me like, uh, it just didn't live up to the first two seasons. Let's break down season by season first. Um, so you can understand where I'm coming from. The first season got you hooked and it got you hooked. If you're a lover of eighties films, uh, you know, Spielberg type films of the 80s this was the show for you because everything about those type of films was in this show this is a love letter to the 80s this entire series and 
if you're a fan of the 80s as a decade as a whole this is the show for you i mean everything from the clothes the wardrobe the lingo uh the music everything is 80s it's so good um yet so horrifying <laughs> in in so many ways the first season breaks down like this it's like goonies with a mixture of et and what's the other I, it was another one that was kind of mixed up in season one but whatever it's, it's goonies and et and this is the show that that was the show well that was the season season two was like ghostbusters um season three wasn't about a particular movie it was more about uh an era and it was about the boom of the shopping malls it was about the malls how how malls were the what the thing was the bee's knees back then you know uh season four is nightmare on elm street hellraiser yeah it does <laughs> that's this that's what season four is bruh season four is probably the most brutal bloody mature season thus far um and it had to be because the kids have grown up uh, they were preteens in season one now man they're what 20 <laughs> in real life and on the show they still in high school but in real life they're in their 20s so you need you need some mature material for these for these actors oh i'm not gonna call them kids for these actors and it is mature this is uh it really amped it up to the slasher supernatural horror films of the 80s like i said uh nightmare on elm street uh uh hellraiser you know you know all those type of movies and this that's what that's the vibe you get here even to the point even to the to drive home the point you have a cameo in this season from the great robert england uh who we all know portrayed freddy krueger in the nightmare on elm street films and he has a real creepy disturbing role in this series and he's only in for one episode at least thus far uh uh he might pop up again in volume two volume two i don't know but man it, it was so good uh to sum it up, uh, the, I'm trying to sum it up. To sum it up, this was a real good season with some real great episodes. I cannot express how impressed I am with the writing, the directing, and the acting this season. Like I said, all the previous three seasons... It weren't like the acting was bad or anything, writing was bad or anything like that. It's just something about this season. I don't know if they just put a little extra oomph to it because this is the final season. But it's just something about it. Just it just 
a little extra. And speaking of a little extra, these aren't your normal episodes, you know, 45 to 50 minute episodes. These episodes are an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 30, hour and 40 minute long. These are like movies. Every episode is like a movie. That's why it took us two days to <laughs> to watch this season. These seven episodes. It, it was a journey, but it wasn't. I wasn't bored. My family, they weren't bored. Everybody was excited. We, we were into it. Uh, it was real good. Now, my only gripes, I would say about the Lent, but only in certain episodes where I felt like they... A couple of scenes, a couple of storylines were kind of drug out a little long. It that didn't have to be. Um, I guess I could spoil. I ain't spoiling anything, but it with eleven when she went back to the facility or wherever it was, and she's trying to regain her powers, and they kept going over and over with this uh, 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 process to try to get her powers back, and I felt that lasted way too long i think that was like two episodes worth and it didn't have to be um i get where they were going with it i understand why they did it i just it was it wasn't needed you know it didn't really hurt it but it wasn't needed if you get where i'm coming from so it, it is that's my that's probably my only gripe and i the reason is that to expound more on why you know that was drawn out so more so much was because 11 is like the star of this show you know they're all equally stars all up nobody there's no one main character in this show but 11 is like the i guess you could say she's the star so you couldn't have two episodes where you don't see 11 or you there's nothing happening with her so they had, I guess they, I, I, and this is the feeling I got, I could be 100% wrong, but it just felt like they just gave her more just to put her in to say that she's still here, everybody. It's not like she's gone. She's in, she's still in the uh, 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 part of the story. And when it all wraps up by episode seven, you understand why she's there and who she's going against and and whatnot so it all makes sense but it just took a little long they didn't have to take so long to get to that uh that's my thing but really honestly that's my only gripe they had characters that were introduced early on that i thought would be just aggravating and disgusting that weren't um they turned out to be real good characters um david harbour aka hopper uh, love that storyline. All the storylines were. You have about five or six different storylines going on, because we we got to remember if you haven't seen season four. Like I say, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, if you left off when we left off at the end of season three, we know that everybody went their separate uh Um. Uh. Part of them moved to California. Some stayed in Hawkins. Uh, Hopper, we believe, had perished, but he didn't. And I'm not—that's not a spoiler. We all knew that from the trailer and everything that he's—that he did survive. He's alive, whatever. Um, 
So he he's in Russia, Russia, and so everybody is spread to hell and gone. So it's like, <laughs> you know, how are we gonna get? Because they all got to come back together eventually to fight this evil that has arisen. Um, but it is it is traveling. It's traveling at a slow pace, but you see that everybody is making their way around to coming together once again, and I can't wait for that. Uh, I love this. I love this season, and you know, I'm not gonna. I was gonna give it a grade. I have one written down here, but I'm not gonna give it because it's not finished. <laughs> this could, this could really fall apart in the next, I guess, volume two. And I, I don't want to give it a certain grade, and then volume two come along and just pull to bed, and I'll be like looking like an idiot. So I don't want to do that. But that's the part that scares me. I'm really scared for volume two uh, if they can stick the landing because right now, despite the fact they set up so much and they did answer a lot of questions. Don't get me wrong. They answered a lot of questions, but there are also a lot of questions that need to be answered. And from what I understand, there's only two episodes in volume two. They did seven and then we're going to do the two. I don't know why they did it that way. But I guess the final two was supposed from what I also understand and I could have read it wrong, but they're supposed to be the longer episodes. So uh why they didn't just break that up, I don't know. I have to wait and see. But uh there's only two. And so there's a lot to wrap up in those two episodes. So we shall see. Um and that'll be on July the first. So we, we don't have long to wait. Uh, it's not like we have to wait till October or anything like that. We don't have to wait one month as of today. One month uh, for volume two. Um, yes, I really enjoyed it. I honestly enjoyed it. I, I thought it was one of the best, man. It. The only reason I'm not putting it over season one is because it was season one. I guess nostalgic purposes. I'm not going to just put it over there. But honestly, my heart is leaning towards putting it over season one. I really, really enjoyed this <laughs> this season. Uh, and I can't wait to July the 1st. So, everybody, did you check it out this weekend? Did you check out Stranger Things? If not, please go check it out. It's on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen none of Stranger Things... Check out that. We go all the way back. Watch it from season one. I'm telling you, you'll love it. It is it is a good show. It's funny when it needs to be funny. It is scary when it needs to be scary. It is deep when it needs to be deep. Really good show. And it's paying off right now in season four. Don't be left out the loop, people. So, uh, are you excited for the boys? Uh, which comes out this Friday, June the 3rd. Uh speaking of june the third that is me and my wife's anniversary happy anniversary baby uh which puts me in a cross because i can't watch uh the boys because <laughs> i'm i would imagine we're doing something husband and wifely that day so i can't watch the boys on that day so i one day this weekend i'll squeeze it in i'll squeeze it in um I'm pretty sure she would love that. But anyways, everybody, uh, 
you want to shout out the show, you want to talk to me, you want to ask me some questions about the show, let me know how you feel about certain uh, uh, shows that we discuss, certain movies that we discuss. Email the show, kbradiopodcast at gmail.com. You can also look us up on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. You can also talk to us through there. If you're listening on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, don't forget to leave those five stars and ratings and reviews. I think five stars and ratings are the same thing, but uh, don't worry about it. Leave them. <laughs> Leave all of them. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening on other listening platforms, don't forget to share and uh, follow the show. Let everybody know you're listening to the KB Radio Network. Everybody, it's been an honor, privilege, and joy to speak with you today, uh, especially about Stranger Things. Love that show. And I can't wait for the boys, and I can't wait for volume two of Stranger Things on July the 1st. You can best believe we will have a can't wait discussing that when it's coming up. I won't forget it this time. So everybody wants you all to know that I love you. Continue to love one another. And until we speak again, you all be blessed.